Yo, 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 what up everybody, what's up people, thank you for tuning in, so happy to be back for season 4, this is big, okay, I appreciate you uh, sticking with us through our little hiatus, you know, we'd like to get the energy right, coming back into season 4, we're going to do it bigger, better, and badder than it's ever been done before, people, alright, we got a mission, and that's to spread Vibes through positive music, through the music that we love, reggae rock, and god dang it, I don't do it alone. I got a couple homeboys with me, okay? And I think you know them, they're familiar. Ev Yarmo, the producer. Ev, what up, man? How you doing? Hey, I am doing fantastic, JB. Fan flipping tastic. Fan flipping tastic. Oh, yeah. I like it, dude. I like that energy, man. <laughs> Speaking of energy, man, we got a guy bringing a ton of energy today, man. He's on his dilated people's vibe right now, man. That's yes. the young gun, Brett Coleman from Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, front, left, right, we're back again for the very fourth time for the vibes. I'm excited ooh, to be here. Ooh. I'm damn excited to be here. I, I've got, we've got so many good things. <clears throat> Ready to go. What's up, Yarmo? What's, what's happening? I was just upset that you, you had that line in your back pocket and I didn't even know about it. Pack again for the very fourth time. Oh, like, I, I just, you, you didn't even Don't worry if I write checks, right I out. write rhymes. Guys, we're off to a hot start already, man. I love it. Back again. Love it, man. I feel like we're all different people. I think season three represented the past, you know, and I think we've grown a lot since then, man, individually. We're all just, I mean, Look at Evan, dude. I mean, first of all, the mullet. I mean, it, it's it's taken on a persona of its own. It's yeah. it's grown. It's strong. It's here. It's you know, the guy's killing it right now. Evan, you care to comment? Uh, no need, really. Um, okay, all right. I like Dare you ask like what's up with uh, with Kindle? Yeah, we left off on that tip. For, oh yes. For a oh, minute, you know? uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, here's the thing: is yeah, they uh, they listened to the podcast, but they did not get oh. to the part where we talked about Kendall. So nice. that's the good news. But yeah, Kendall had to quarantine for a little bit, right? So so things slowed down, and that was cool. But yeah, Kendall Kendall still exists. All right, Kendall's okay. still out there All in right. the universe. I saw Kendall right. the other day. Okay. All right. Season four. <laughs> You know yeah. the fucking vibes. You know the fucking vibes. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's going to be a Kendall good time. Kendall lasted between season three to season four. That's big, man. That's It is. It's big news. That's a big update. But uh, speaking of updates, man, let's talk about what this podcast is all about, and that's music, all right? We're going to switch the format up a little bit, see if you guys like it. We're cutting it down from the top ten songs of the week to the top five songs of the week in an effort to make this thing a little bit more consumable for you people. And, uh, you know, we're going to just hit you with some amazing interviews with some incredible people. We already have a couple in the bank. They're fire. I can't wait for you to hear them. The one today is going to be nuts. Um, yeah, we're just going to spread good vibes, good music, and great conversation. Man, That's what we're all about. Uh, fun and easy banter, you know? Yeah. Um, also, we're going to try to be a little bit more consistent. You know, we're going to we're gonna try to be on time every week. We're going to try to do some stuff on social media. We got David Shaw on the team behind the scenes doing things, pulling, uh, you know, pressing buttons and pulling things and making stuff happen. And, um, you know, of course, we got the partnership with Reggae 360 and, and, and uh, 
you know, what that represents. And I just, I feel very positive. I feel blessed, man. I'm glad to be alive in this world at the same time that you guys are alive. Okay. Cause here we are, we're on the same page. We're doing it. We got a common goal. We got a mission. And we got a lot of people that like listen to us do it. So let's, uh, let's not make them wait anymore. Let's jump into it. What do you guys think? Top five songs of the week. I think that's a yes. Like we never that, that was, that was kind of sad. That was kind of sad. I'm sorry. We're going to review some songs, right? We're doing a top yes. five starting this season. We're going to we're gonna give them a little positive thought of the week, but we're going to change when we do it, right? We're not doing it at the end. We're going to throw it right smack dab mm-hmm. in the middle, and then we're going to let the people hear that very great interview, right? That's what we're doing. Just to clarify. That's right. And, uh, and making sure that we're sprinkling some good vibes throughout. So here's some good vibes. Here's some good tunes. Here's some of the freshest shit that's been dropped this week it's gonna be a good time because we gotta talk about it season four for the vibes happening right now let's get into it jb drop it the first song up Evan. is gonna don't, be don't pass it to me i want to pass it back to Evan. It's hot potato. Evan, you i go. was looking for you an intro it, Evan. okay okay my bad uh, okay all right all right no wait, wait. let's just dude let's just hit him with the music let's hit him right in the face with the music first up we've got the song Mellow Down from the Soul Rebel Project. Soul Rebel Project is one of the top reggae rock bands in New England. They've been doing it for a while, man. They're crushing it. I thought this song was was fantastic. I mean, the intro gave me that kind of slightly stupid vibe. I haven't felt that in a while. Okay, it's that mellow vibe. You know, she doesn't want to go out tonight and get crazy. She just wants to keep it mellow. I love what this song represents, man, because this world is just crazy. All right, we all need a mellow vibe. We need a mellow life sometimes. When we got a mellow out, life is full of pressure, stress, and anxiety. Sometimes you just want to mellow out. And that's part of my personality, man. Maybe I'm a homebody, but like I love going out, you know. But sometimes I just need to lay low, man. I need to mellow down. And I know Soul Rebel Project has a full length album dropping this spring. 
This is a very well done song. I'd love to hear about how they recorded it, how they produced it, because it's phenomenal. It's on point A plus. Perfect, in my opinion. I like this track a lot. So, what do you guys think? Yeah, you're spot on. I mean, this song is like, it's produced to sound <clears throat> mellow. That's what's so cool about it. Like, everything is mixed in just to give it that perfect mellow vibe to go along with the meaning of the song. And it's great when art can coincide in that way, right? You have an artist that brings something to the table with a mellow vibe and then someone who can put it all together to give that to us in a way that is just so damn mellow. I'm done with saying the word mellow. I've said it too many times, okay? But, man, I love this song. I mean, you're pretty mellow. <laughs> how, how do you... How do you uh... How do you maintain such a mellow vibe all the time? Uh, well, I mean, you know, it starts with, uh, you know, I wake up. Calisthenics? Yeah, yeah. a lot of plyometrics, you know. Uh, I just watch a lot okay. of Tom Brady stretching videos, and I, I just try to do what, what he does. Um, okay. Oh, well, yeah. It's working. It's working. I mean, <laughs> to get back to the subject at hand, the song, <laughs> and I throw back to stupid, like you said, like we're – in a stage, I think in 2021, where I realized I can't even believe that actually 2020 went by without one entire show of seeing Slightly Stupid in concert, which is one entire year. Like, that's not going to be 2021. There's this sound and this regeneration and this energy, and it's going to come through with other bands and live music. Hopefully, <clears throat> more of the other bands are going to start touring again and bringing it back and like getting the energy back. So, I hear the song, I hear the throwback, and it gets me a little bit optimistic and hopeful that we're going to get some more live music happening soon and get back to the the vibes and the community that I, I miss a whole damn lot. Well said, man. Well, you know what, man? Maybe this song, maybe this track will tide you over a little bit until we start getting some tour announcements and you know exactly when that day's going to be. But um, nevertheless, man, well done, Soul Rebel Project. What's next? Up next, we've got the song The Greater Divide from Echoing Dream, Oogie Lee, and James Began. Of the images, no freedoms, just privileges, victims of 
I'm a stimulus, their wickedness, indicative, never leaving any witnesses, politicians bringing the dissidents, causing impotence in our innocence, over policing all of our citizens, bring all the villains but there it is, the greater divide, echoing dream, Oogie Lee, James Began, and it's a combination that I just love hearing anything that, honestly, Kevin Reese is getting involved in and creating. He's just dropping gems and taking his voice and exploration and just keeping it alive from a live performance standpoint, but also on the record and collaborating and putting a lot of substance in all the collaborations that he's doing. So I always appreciate the music that comes from the Reese Brothers as a collective group, but Echoing Dream Now, like the solo effort and the continued collaboration that keeps making this sound get better and better and better and evolving. And when you put two people on a track like Oogie Lee and James Began, and they're starting to spit verses and they're like taking this energy to a whole new level and adapting it to a whole different sound, with that same reggae backbone that we all appreciate and love. That's the kind of evolution that I just I appreciate so much. And I, again, look forward to when we're talking about live music, seeing and, and being a part of and, and experiencing. Because that right there, my friends, is the shit that has made this community as strong as it is. That's the music. That's the vibe. Oh, for sure. Absolutely, man. And. You know, I, I love the Echoing Dream Project, too, just because, you know, Kevin is such a creative person, right? And and I, and I like you said, man, to put this combination of Uwe Lee and James Began from Chopadelic to, like, elite, uh, you know, rappers in the reggae rock space. I mean, these guys can can flow. I mean, they both have a... a I've heard Oogie Lee switch his style up more. I think James is pretty consistent. He, he's, I mean, he spits fast, dude. He's a, he's a fast rapper. He's very good at it, very talented. And, I mean, this track, like, to, to take those two elements and bring in what, um, you know, Kevin Reese brings to the table, it's it's incredible. Like, the start of the song, I love it. It's a vibe, and it just gets you, like, you know you're going to hear a good song just from listening to the first 30 seconds of it. Um, you know, the line, you know, pack up the bowl, we're taking control, reggae music is coming out on patrol. It's like, you know, there's some political undertones, man. It, like, it's, you know, last year was pretty tense, man. There's a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, people out there that, that have, uh, that are frustrated, man. There's a lot of unease out there. Um, and I like the lines like, break out of the system with love and wisdom. I think Jesse Lee, man, he gets pretty political on this one. He's, uh, you know, he's a man that stands for something. He stands for freedom. And you can hear in these bars, whether you agree with it or not, or like his take or not, or, you know, feel some kind of way about it. So be it. It's his art. It's his expression. He's talking about taking back control. And uh, his, his flow is just impeccable. And is it just me or is he just getting better and better and better? Like this is I, listening to him rap on this track is probably the the, the uh, best I've heard. I, I don't know. I mean, it was just sharp. It was precise. It was buttoned up. It was just on point. And James, man, he kept that same energy, um, throwing Kevin's lyrics, the bridge, and and it's just it's so smooth. And um, the cover art's dope too, man. Everything about it's awesome, and I love it when creative people link up and create something epic. So I think that's what we have here. Yeah, next. Evan, tell me what you think, dude. Oh, me? You've talked to you've talked to two out of three of the people on this track. And hopefully we'll have the third one on this season. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I'd love to make um, it three out of three. That'd be great. That'd be cool. That'd be sick. 
Um, that said, yeah, I mean, that was that was a cool song. I think it, it might be my favorite beat that's come out of Echoing Dream. I don't know if I should say beat, backing track, rhythm. I don't know. I don't know what people want to use for a word or, or a noun here on this. Rhythm. One, either way, I enjoy it, right? Anything that has like big <coughs> driving bass to it, I love. And I love the features on it that give it some some real different vibes and a lot of the Echoing Dream stuff we've gotten, which is great, right? You get a lot of like cool, trippy, like kind of laid back vibes with a lot of Echoing Dream, but this brought like the musical capabilities of uh, one of the best Reese brothers out there. You know, it's 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 tough. Hold on, one of the best Reese brothers the out best, there. Is that a right? shout out the other one? No, I mean, I, I just said one of the best. Okay. Um, oh, oh, I got you. Right, okay. right. I didn't say the best. Okay, okay? I, I'm not out here picking sides. Okay, that's not what I do. Um, but what I am saying is, it, it's great to have these other flavors mixed in and also have a different beat than usual. Right, Echoing Dreams been putting out tons and tons of music over the past year since they became active. So it's great having one tons of new music. Two, it's a style that is constantly changing and evolving. And then three, they're always bringing in other artists. Right, so we're getting a lot of cool different stuff who knows where echoing dream is going where their sound is going to change and be cultivated towards um but it's exciting and i'm sure we'll hear more soon dude i'm loving season four evan man if we could just rewind to season one evan and were we on season one or were we on season two i was on i i joined in around episode 14 i started helping you guys make the sound a little different and then maybe by like 16 17 18 i was in all right, well, dude, you've you've. I feel like we've seen you grow from a from a young man to an old man, oh. <laughs> or a young boy to a man, dude. You've you evolved, you've grown, and um, dude, I just want you know we're we're all just proud of you, man. We're all we're all here for you. You got what's her name, Destiny, Vanessa. What was her name? Uh, the girl uh, or the <laughs> Brett. Help us out here. What's that Kendall, 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 yeah, yeah. Kendall. You got Kendall, man. You know, you went from just a man, just you know, doomed for heartbreak, and now you got <laughs> Kendall out here, dude. She lasted in between seasons, man. You, you, uh, you you've grown, you've grown into a reggae rock enthusiast, and I just appreciate that, man. And I think it's people like Kevin Reese, Oogie Lee, James Beggin. I think they're the reason why, man. So. That makes me happy, dude. Let's let's keep it moving, though. What do we have next, man? Who else are we going to feature on the top five songs of the week? Up next, we've got the song We Won't Run from <coughs> Sideways and Pepper. Gotta catch who they gonna threat. The world is burning down like a cigarette. We losing feeling, call it 30 Percocet. I be standing upon the ground so you won't catch me running yet. Drive by, all we do is wonder why. Got them people with the badge shooting bullets to the sky. Dirty president, how is all the money spent?
Sideways featuring Pepper. We won't run. I tell you what, man. I think we're going to get a lot of music um, with with some substance. Okay? Because I think that, you know, again, and this, this has come up in conversations. We've interviewed people. It's like all this downtime with, you know, COVID and, and no live music being played and stuff like that, man. It's forcing people to... Um, to create, you know, and write and, and come together. And, and uh, I think we're seeing it. And I think we're seeing some of the subjects that we saw play out over the, you know, last year with the presidential elections and, and um, you know, every, really everything that happened. We're hearing in the sound now. We're hearing these songs reflect. I mean, dude, Pepper, like, I, like I, <laughs> you know, early, early Pepper, listening to them, man, their songs were the opposite man it was all about like drinking partying hooking up um just crazy shit and 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 i love that music and i love that that era but it's pretty cool now to see pepper on a track like this man i thought sideways killed it um i love how even how the song started the imagery man the world is burning like a cigarette which i feel man maybe i'm just depressed and you know, whatever, but like it, it really feels like that. Man. It's like the world is just fucking burning, dude, like a cigarette. And you know, talking about we're losing feeling, um, you know, like a what do you say, 30 Percocet? I mean, I'm not, you know, I, I again, the imagery, it, the, the writing is on point, sideways is killing it. Um, you know, over a million screaming, we're finally done. It's, I mean, this is a song with a message, taking a stand, just like what we just listened to from Echoing Dream. And Oogie Lee and James Began, man, it's like people are uh, not afraid to to write songs of protest and unease. And, and that's, I mean, that's what we're seeing. That's what we're hearing. And, dude, the pepper touch on this is incredible. When Kaleo jumps in and he's like, we refuse to be what they wanted us to be. It's like, wow, man, that's, this is, this is a track, man. This is a banger. It's all, this song is, it's, it's all about being the voice of the people, man. It's just crazy right now. I feel like no one's truly representing my voice. Until now, here we have it. So much love, much appreciation to Sideways and Pepper. Um, can't eat, can't sleep, can't breathe. Dude, what a, what a track, man. Just full of imagery, full of, uh, you know, a lot of things that, that, that I've been thinking. And here it is. So well done. What do you guys think? Well, I would just say I agree, like, in the sense of, you know, some people didn't have to take the time to write, but the people that have decided to take the time that they've had to create have been able to put some feelings in into the universal language of music and be able to bring that forward and allow people to actually have some way of, of uniting on whatever feelings they have from this crazy-ass political time you know, coronavirus time, just weird time that's been 2020 in the pause just within society. And, you know, hearing songs that have more substance to them and bringing songs with more substance to them is something I think that you're, you're right, we're going to get a lot more of. And this is a great example of that. And bands like Pepper lending their voice to it and shifting from, you know, like you said, their original or earlier shit compared to this and the messages are very, very different, but we need their voice to be lending to a bigger and stronger point, which is, you know, um, making an impact and making change, not just having had an experience moving forward with a purpose and difference. So I like that, that's, man. that's what I take from it. 
Hey, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for everything, man. This is all about taking a stand. I like it, dude. Let's go, man. Let's go protest right now, boys. Protest. We're going to protest bad music. Okay. But to get our minds right for that, we should probably play some good music. So, Evan Yard, the whole yard, the whole yardstick yarn. Well, let's go, baby. What we got next, dude? Up next, we've got the song So, So Long from Otic Empire. Let's go. Empire so so long. Woo, dude, Autic Empire is still one of my favorite bands out there. They they're so versatile, man. They're so diverse in their styles, man. This song is not reggae. This is that punk rock style. Okay, I mean these guys just they you know they killed it. I thought James Crush on this track. Um, this is just a rock song, man. This is just a fucking rock song, dude. Where the you know it's almost like the the lyrics they don't have to. It's not. Two plus two equals four. It doesn't have to add up, man. It's got meaning. Okay, we wrote love songs on tattered pages. Okay, we painted pictures of sunny days. We tasted heaven when we walked through hell. I'm pretty sure I've walked through hell a few times. I'm pretty sure I've really? tasted heaven a few times. Oh. Yeah. What did it taste yeah. like? Bro. <sighs> Coconut cream pie. Oh. Right. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, man, this is I mean, this is just a rock song, man. Autic Empire, the rock stars. You got guitar solos. You got just that fast paced ska punk rock. Pick it up, pick it up. Go like, dude, I can see Kyle Smith. Please get Kyle Smith to do uh, a remix to be featured on the remix of this track because that that be that be incredible, man. Um, yeah, dude. I, I love it, man. I love Auto Empire, dude. They're killing it. They're crushing it. They're in Florida right now with freaking Peter Dante just li- just in goddamn Kyle Rising, man. Just loving life, living it up, man. Those guys are um, awesome, and and I think they deserve all the success that's going to find them in 2021 and beyond, man. So that's what I got to say. 
And that's it. From JB. Who's next? Let's go. What do you guys think? Let's go. I mean, yeah, Otic Empire always brings the rock. That's who they are, right? They they define themselves as like a blues rock influence band. That's who they are. They're party rockers. You go to an Otic Empire show, you're going to have a fantastic party rocking time. That is what it is. Um, but outside of that, they just put out a killer music video, too. Um, one where they like tried to film an escape park and the cops came. They're like, no, you can't do this here. I mean, these Johnny guys are... Johnny Butt or Johnny Rotten or something. Yep. Johnny Rotten, great tech. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, those guys are always <coughs> having a fun time doing fun things. So if you haven't listened to them yet, check them out. Take a deep dive on Otic Empire. If they're ever playing near you once all this COVID craziness goes away, go see them. You're going to have fun. It's just, it's just fun. Brett, anything to add? Yeah. yeah, yes. Shit, yeah. That's what they got to say. That's the, the energy like they a little, bring. That was like a little scat mixed with Lil John, dude. I loved it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Season Sorry. four. Here we go. We're about rounding it out with the music. We got good interviews coming your way. Audic Empire is dope. There's so many good things to say, but the bottom line is they bring the energy all the time. And you don't really need to wait for COVID to be like over because they're touring now. So. Mm. You know, take your temperature, wear your mask or don't, do whatever you do, and uh, let's let's hear about it. What's next? I think I just saw Evan's eye twitch when he said, or don't. Well, I don't mean for you not to, but if you've seen some of these videos and shit, like... True. Brad, I, whatever, I appreciate you, know. you not telling our listeners how to live their life. None of our... It's their business. choice. They're going to do it anyway. No, that's what the positive thought is for. That's when we tell them how to live their lives. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's coming. Which well, just wait, people. There. It's coming up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm really excited about the collaboration involved in the next song. So let's let's jump right yo. in. We've got the song "The Throne" with Indubious featuring Capleton. Fire God. Let's go. Blah, blah, blah. It's the king of fire. Tell them we are putting love on the throne But they don't know the way we grow hey. Tell them we are putting love on the throne Time to let it be known Tell them we are putting love on the throne But they don't know the way we grow hey. Tell them we are putting love on the throne Time to let it be known Oh, the specimen, holy medicine From the most high, I hear the sound deafening The King of Fire. <laughs> Indubious featuring Capleton. Dude, I, what a great track. Uh, does somebody want to go first? I got some thoughts on this track, but I want to open it up. Or do you want me to just dive in? 
I mean, I would just say this because I'm sure you've got many insightful things to say that we will all benefit from. But what I get excited about from just the listener perspective on the just like first listen to this song is you've got Indubious and then you got Capleton. You put this together and that is a fire combination. That is a combination of energy and perspective that is... Just like, it's just amazing. I'm just stoked that that's happened because it seems that anybody Capleton links up with is something very worthwhile uh, and deserving of that collaboration. So pretty happy to see Indubious in that mix. And yeah, that's about it. I just wanted to say that. Hats off to them, dude. Good shit. Yeah, you don't see Capleton jump onto just any American artist song. I mean, that's not a thing that happens for everybody. You know, that's a, it's a serious cosign for not only the quality of the music, but also the message behind it, I think. I mean, Capleton's a guy who, you know, his music all, always has serious meaning behind it. You know, he's big into his own spirituality. So I think it really just gives you, hey, you know, Indubious, they're doing the right thing. Big cosign from Capleton hopping on the track, and man, what a banger! Certified banger. But JB, dive in. Sorry, we we, we made you hold nice off for so long. First, the first certified banger of season four, dude. I love it. Um, yeah, man. Capleton is incredible, man. Clifton George Bailey the third, aka King Shango, aka the Fireman, aka the Prophet. Okay, that's Capleton. And I love how, dude, when he starts the track, he's like, it's the king of fire. Like, what is it? First of all, what does that mean, man? I'm the king of fire just proclaiming I'm the king of fire. Dude, I mean, I, I it mean, could mean a couple different things, you know? But I think in this case, it, just it's want, like a, it's a reference of like purity, right? I, am I right or wrong? I mean, like uh, Rastafarianism, like you're talking about like fire, like like purifying the soul. Like, I, I don't know. I think that's, I thought it was like if you're like, oh, oh, man, that's fire, dude. Like if, if something's good, be like, oh, that's fire. He's like, I'm the king of that. Could be a double entendre. No. No, bit, I don't think it's the floss fire. I think it's the fire energy. We 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 opened up the, the show talking a little bit about dilated people. So I do have a little bit of education by dilated peoples in Raqqa and, 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 and everything. Drop that knowledge. Well, I'm just saying that the first time I ever heard Capleton was on a track with dilated people's firepower. Yeah, and he's like, you know, and he's talking about burning them, burning, burning, burning them, and he's just it's the it's the the over-the-top energy that he brings to this track. So, like, when you talk about fire, that's one of those tracks that I turn up louder and louder and louder and listen to harder and harder and harder and want to be a part of that track because it gives me this, you know, it's one of those tracks that, like, you know, you can fucking feel. You can feel the vibes. You know the fucking vibes. That's what we've been talking about. <laughs> Capleton brings that heat. So, he, yes. when you talk about, like, fire, it's in, like, fire... In in Capleton and 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 all the analogies that come with the name, the probably like six four or or more different ways you could say or describe Capleton, the energy is always consistent and just strong. You think if he worked like a normal job and they're like you're fired and he's like you can't fire me I'm the king of fire. Anyways, um, no, dude, this, so we, we just talked about Capleton for a minute, uh, but let's, let's show love to Indubious too, because this yeah. is a track on their upcoming album, man. And this is an incredible song. I love the idea of putting, putting love on the throne. And it's funny because we've seen in all the songs that we've listened to, except for maybe the first one from Soul Rebel Project, which is just kind of a different vibe. 
But all those songs, other songs we've listened to seem very timely with what's going on in the world right now. And I think Indubious coming in and saying, hey, put love on the throne. It's like, man, that's the perfect message because that's maybe the solution to everything, man. Really, if you boil everything down, I've done this in my mind. If you break down everything in the in the world, man, it all, in my mind at least, boils down to uh, love being the solution uh, one way or another. And, and uh, you know, prove me wrong. I can argue that theory if we really want to get into it, but maybe not on this podcast. I just think that this is an incredible track. And it's funny when I went to pull this song up on YouTube, I saw um, I saw the song Jammy by Indubious, which is an old throwback track, dude. And like to see the way that these guys have aged, uh, um, what would I, how would I say this? They, they've aged like wine. They've aged finely. Is that does that sound weird? No, they've they've aged gracefully. They've be, they've evolved. They've become something different. They've Indubious now and what they're doing. It's like you know they they um the the transition from when they first started making music to what they are now. It's incredible to see, man, because they make quality music, music for life. This album coming up is going to be. Incredible. This track gets you moving. I mean, Skip and Efton, they, they don't miss. I, I really hope they drop a video for this, too. And and I love, dude, I love, love, love the fact that Island Music, somebody like Capleton, is showing love and receiving love from the American uh, reggae music, conscious music scene because, you know, we've talked about this before, but reggae music gets its inspiration from reggae and reggae comes from jamaica and reggae has spread throughout the world to different places man in new zealand and hawaii and america man and i know we put the reggae rock spin on it and uh but at the end of the day man it all it all boils it all uh gets boiled down to reggae music man that's why that's what inspires us that's what we love and i know in dubious um you know whenever they link with an island artist somebody like cableton man it's it's incredible so this track is uh nothing short of that so yeah, man. It's fire. The Fire King. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I feel like I just talked for like seven minutes. I blacked out, dude. I don't know. So I you mean, you talk like about being present. Right being present, like Never Bow was the the last single that Indubious dropped with Zainai. And yeah. that's another track that was very much on top of the times, current and another legendary artist crossover if you will because more of that conscious hip-hop being combined here more than the the reggae side with Zainai but again an amazing collaboration that's a testament to Indubious the message that they're sending out the message that they provide and like what's just popping so their new album I can only imagine what stories and influence and message are awaiting us and I'm very excited for it dude nice all right i love it man the level of nonsense in season four is minimal okay reggae no. villain no. will be happy when he hears this one squashed anyway all right let's let's hit the people with a quick positive thought of the week and then we'll play this amazing incredible interview with nick sapakis oh my god this thing's life-changing you have better stick around and listen to the whole thing because it is incredible uh positive thought of the week who wants Hold to go vibes i'll do it Okay. I was like starting just because then I get it off my chest because I don't That's even right. know what it is, but it's. You were always that kid in school that raised his hand first, okay? Probably. Like. Yeah, probably. But here's what I got to say I want to say that the positive thought is if we're looking around, if we're keeping our eyes peeled, we're seeing progress in 
that's what we should be looking forward to is that there's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of challenges ahead of us. But right now, I think there's a lot of visible progress amongst the community to bring live music back to the forefront, to bring all this energy and creativity that's been put together in this cocoon that was 2020 is now coming to the forefront. And as we look at right now and we look ahead and we look at every Friday when new music comes out, and we may only talk about a couple of songs a week now, but we've got a great interview and we've got all this great energy, but we've got a lot of progress because it continues to happen with new music coming out, blessing us with these great messages and and just rhythms and things that are happening to just take thoughts and put them to life and put words and make them turn into fucking feelings. And I'm feeling really great about all the progress that's happening right now. So if you're listening it's the start of a new season. We've got a lot of really, really positive things, some amazing guests. We've got a lot of good energy. We've got a lot of good momentum. We have progress coming into season four right now, episode one. That's my positive thought of the week. Let's just ride this wave. Let's take this shit. Let's ride it. Be happy. Count our blessings and just smile and uh, thank everybody for all the goodness that is yet to come. I like that, man. You know what we need, dude? We should we should get a soundboard, Evan. I don't know. I was just thinking about that, man. That'd be. I feel like we could put a couple, couple nice little, uh, sound sound clips in there. I would Maybe love like applause, that. dude. Or yeah, dude. We'll we'll, we'll work on that offline. Um, Ev, do you want to go? Or you want me to go? I can go. Yeah, I can. I can do that. Then yeah. go, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, at at the end of season three, I talked a lot about um, how much. You know, I don't know, man, just just being the best person that you can be with the day that you have and, you know, you got bad days and you got good days and just kind of trying to live in the moment, live in the day and like, hey, man, if you're having a bad day, just do the best you can that day. Don't hold yourself to the standards you had on a day you're feeling good, but on the good days, you got to kill it too. And that kind of led me into, you know, just trying to form better habits. So like, like a lot of the time in the past, if I'm having a good mental health day and I'm feeling real happy. I would kind of like take that day off and, and take my time to like, man, you know what, man, I'm feeling good today. I'm going to enjoy that. I'm going to, I'm not going to do the thing I need to do. I'm going to sit on the couch and watch a movie. I'm going to play a video game. I'm going to hang out with my friend, you know, embrace the good day. And then on my bad days, I would also take the day off. I'd be like, man, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like crap today. I'm depressed. I don't want to do anything. You know what, man, I'm going to take a mental health day. I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to sit on the couch. I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to, I'm going to hit up one of my friends. I'm going to do whatever. And now I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to do is flip that so that on my days where I'm feeling great, I don't take that day off. I use that day to work on my good habits and I do whatever I need to. That way, when the bad days roll around, I've got the good habit more instilled in me and I don't need to take the day off. You know, it's like, it's like I'm, if, if on my good days I'm doing the dishes, I'm taking out the trash, I'm doing my laundry, I'm doing my thing, then when the bad day rolls around, it's more natural for me just to still do all the stuff that I have to do to keep my healthy, motivated lifestyle moving forward and do all right every other day of the week. And that's that's my positive thought. Hey, I like it, dude. I, I like, like that, man. Sure. That's a good vibe, dude. That's a, that's a good mentality to have, man. See, dude, the growth. Season four is all about the growth of Evan Yarmo, everybody. That's <laughs> What's her name? Chastity, Destiny. Um, uh, Kendall. My goodness. Kareem. Kendall. Okay, yes. 
I mean, come on. Jenner. You heard the guy. Gemini, you heard him. All right, this guy's a stud over here. I love it, dude. Um, yeah, my positive thought of the week is, is uh, you know, something that you're about to hear in this interview with Nick Stafakis. He talks about, actually speaking of, you know, Evan being just an absolute stud, dude, you asked a great question in the middle of that interview. I think it was about, like, you know, do you ever kind of, like, doubt yourself or have insecurities or fears or whatever like that? And um, Nick answered the question, honestly, man. He's like, yeah, absolutely, man. I fight through that stuff. I fight through negative self-talk. Obviously, like, when I first started the band, I was so, like, kind of unsure of myself. I was comparing myself to all these other beasts around me, dude. Like, you know, I terror is just, like, they're all insane musicians and just awesome people in general. So, you know, but he just kind of, like, stayed confident, stayed in his lane, and eventually you know, he had a lot of success. And I think my positive thought of the week is like, everybody has their their time to shine, right? I mean, I think you, have, you really have to weather the storm. So if you're going through it right now, um, you know, and, and you're not feeling like your time's coming, it, it will because everybody sees like the finished product. Everybody sees Nick Safakis on stage crushing it with Aya Terror. They hear the album that, that dropped and he's having incredible success off, off his freshman album. like. People see that, but they don't see all the work that goes behind it. They don't see the ups and downs, the doubts, the fears. So if you're in a moment in life where you're having those doubts, that negative self-talk, those fears, those insecurities, recognize that because that's the journey. You're in the fucking journey. So push through that, right? Because eventually you're going to be on the podium. You're going to be on the stage. You're going to be wherever you want to be. And people are going to be looking at you thinking that, damn, maybe it came easy. Or maybe, you know, you just... You were handed it, but you know what? Fuck them because you're in the middle of it right now. Embrace it. Embrace that grind and know that eventually uh, your time's going to come. So that's my positive thought of the week, man. Everyone's time to shine is coming. And if it's not there, that means you're in the middle of the journey. Life is fucking beautiful. So go and let your light shine. Nice. Who is that? I I Terra, baby. Damn. Okay. Yes, dude. I like it. I like it. Well, damn, people, we gave you five tracks, three positive thoughts of the week, one intro. I think the only thing left to do is play this incredible interview. Evan, what do you think? I'm in. Let's go. Let's let it ride. Let's go. Yo, yo, what up, people? I know you're loving this podcast so far. I know you're loving season four and everything we're doing. I'm so excited. This is just an incredible moment. And I tell you what, we got something big for you right now, okay? It's me. You know that. But we also got Evan and Brett in the building. That Brett, what's up, guys? 
Season four, ready for more. Oh, I'm yes. rhyming and shit. It's going to be yes. good, boys. It's going to be good. I'm excited, JB. I'm more excited because, Evan, it's going to be the first time we get a big JB intro. Like, I don't even want to talk anymore. Just do it. Yeah. Dude. Dude, yeah. Oh, well, listen, man, you're spot on, dude. Here we go, baby. Okay. You know what? This is the reason why we're good. This is the reason why we're excited, man, because we're joined by a man whose vibes are truly on point. They call him Mr. Foundation, the young dread, king of the lion order, a man that seamlessly blends conscious vibes, roots, reggae music, and a smooth style that you can't define. He's got that X factor, that je ne sais quoi. He's a man of culture, a man of style. He's a foundational member of one of America's most beloved reggae rock bands in Ayatera, and he's established himself as a unique solo talent. This man crushed 2020, and he's only gaining momentum. Reggae 360's breakout artist of the year, Nick Safakis. Nick, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, I appreciate that, man. What's up, guys? That was the dopest <laughs> intro I've ever gotten. <laughs> nice, man. Well, it's well-deserved. It's well-deserved, man. We're, we're stoked. We're blessed to be talking to you, man. We're big fans of your music. We're big iTerra fans. Reggae 360, For the Vibes. We all love what you guys do and bring to the table. So it's only oh, right thanks, that we man. get an opportunity to touch base, man. So um, first and foremost, dude, how are things going in your world right now, man? Paint a picture. Check in with the people. Let them know. What's up in the life and times of Nick, Nick Safakis on this beautiful day? Yeah, man, it's going well. I can't complain, man. 2020 was a strange year for everybody, and I just put my head down to the to the grindstone and just followed my passion, you know, my heart. And we just, as a band, we went in the studio together and made, in my opinion, the best album we've made yet, you know? And, uh, you know, on my own stuff, too, just all that downtime, putting in a lot of effort on my solo works and... And it, it came out, you know, I can't complain. 2020 is a year full of blessings, being nominated and uh, being being the breakout artist of the year for Reggae 360 really meant a lot for me. You know, that was my one of my first um, kind of recognitions as a solo artist. So I appreciate that, you guys, you know, and also for always showing love to Ayaterra and all that. I just got to I got to yeah. big up the other artists in there, too, you know uh tropidelic for and for getting the win and through the roots arise roots all them yeah yeah man it was an incredible competition a great celebration of of reggae music and you really deserved it man because i look back at 2020 and your album for me you know it came out of nowhere obviously because it's your first album like i've known you from my and then you know you mm -hmm. came out with this album i listened to it and there's so many different styles. It's such a diverse sound. I was I was blown away, man. And you didn't stop there, too. You came out with the dub album, and then later in the year, you dropped a project with, uh, you know, a, a legend in, in Elliot Martin from John Brown's Body. And, you know, you did a single with, um, uh, you know, well, you actually had several singles. Uh, but Sensi Trails, I mean, that was purpose. That was an incredible song. I mean, you really Thanks, just you kept it rolling all 2020. So, yeah, man. Yeah. I've been blessed to have a lot of opportunities for featuring on cool artists like that, you know, like Sensi Trails and got a handful of really cool features, man, that I actually did in 2020 that haven't been released yet. Um, yeah. Um, it's, it, and then linking with, with Elliot from JBB was really, that, that was kind of a seed that was planted when we did Lion Order together, you know? I hit him up and was like, I'm a fucking fan, man. Like, you're a huge inspiration. Did that whole thing. And, uh, you know, he was he was so down to earth, man. It's just like, right away, it's just super 
good dude. He would send me some files and be like, yeah, I don't know if this is the one, man. Like, I, can't, I don't just, you know, and I'm like, bro, this is the best shit ever. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? This is awesome, bro. You know, and he's just a really fucking humble dude. And, and he would just send me checks after Lion Order, you know, he would, he just sent me checks and be like, you want to work on this together? And I'm like, fuck yeah. And, and, and then I did the same thing and it ended up turning into that EP. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's cool how you can all from the other side of the coast, just sending files um, remotely and chopping on zoom calls like this and get a whole album done, you know? And I learned so fucking much from, from him just listening, not, not just from his like wisdom and, and reasoning with him and stuff, but just from hearing him sing, you know, and getting to mix that whole album and hearing his vocals on it, just dry. Like I get solo his vocals and his harmonies and shit. And I'm like, all right, like it pushes me, you know, pushes me to sing, like sing better, write better. I, it, it just made me a better artist. So I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, man. I feel like, Oh, sorry, Brad, go ahead. I like to promote artists that mean a lot to me. And a lot of these artists, especially JBB, in my opinion, is super underrated. You know what I mean? Like, you look at their monthly listeners and stuff, and you're like, Jesus, this should be fucking... These guys should have hundreds of thousands monthly listeners. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to it's hard to look at, at any of those statistics and, and see how it makes sense. Because I listen to... This, this community and this music has evolved continuously. And over the past few years, it seems like... It's not stopping and maybe it's like not a, a timetable to put together, but I think what happened in 2020 was to your point, there were so many blessings of people getting to collaborate with each other because there was time to collaborate. There was sure. time to mix some new shit up. And then what's going to happen and what's happening is that, you know, new artists that are coming around the gate have great features on albums that normally schedules wouldn't allow, or, you know, these hundred percent that's like, there's just growth and and the, the spine of this community has always been the people and the people supporting everybody else to bring them up to get to another level. And so I'm beyond stoked for the live music to start coming back, but for us to start hearing all the new releases because the level of performance, the level of heart, the level of message, the level of everything that, you know, it took to get to where we were. And then like we all hit the pause button. Mm -hmm. it, I think that pause allowed for what I think is going to be a huge wave of inspiration and growth that's going to just push like things moving so much, like the trajectory is just going to go fucking crazy. So I love yeah, hearing man. that there's more that we don't know because what JB, what you wrapped up as far as a year just on its own is pretty amazing to, to break out and to get this opportunity. But what you actually did during that year, damn. And I just imagine Thanks, what that is amongst everyone else, you know? I can't wait for you guys to hear this Aya record too, man. This is, I'm really, really fucking excited about this shit. And it's one of those things that's, that's really under the radar. Like dude, for us, Ayaterra too, it's very strange. The last six years we've been just in the limelight, busting our ass, right? Just growing, growing, growing. And then like you said, you hit this fucking pause button and we were like, oh man, well, let's get in the studio. And I really feel like all these last years of touring and experience with all these dope ass bands came to fruition and we were able to put together a record and utilize, like you said, the time off for other artists, kind of hit them up and we were able to grab some really cool features, man. I'm really stoked to share them with you when the time comes. How's the, but, um, sorry, go ahead. What was that? I was just going to ask how the process is writing with Ayaterra. Like, how do you guys do that? Is it very collaborative? Like, how does it come to the table? How did the new music come to fruition 
Yeah, man, this new record is is different in the sense where we were actually all we all went, we we booked studio time with Ian Young down at Imperial Sound um, in San Diego. So we all just traveled down there as a band. We probably did like we probably spent three or four weekends down there, you know, and within the course of like five months and um we would practice the tunes at our rehearsal studio as a band and then we would go down there and just track them all together we would do like five live or three to five like live takes as a band at, you know all at the same time and walk out and be like all right well that's gonna be that's the tune you know as opposed to um coming to light and sacred sound we tracked a lot of that on the road at different times, you know what I mean? One night we would track guitars, the next night we would track drums, the next night we would track harmonies, you know? So it was a very, it's a very different thing as this, this album was our first go as a, like what I would call a live, a, a live studio band playing the music, you know? So it really captures our, our energy as a band. I always felt like our live energy as a band outweighed our 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 albums you know um and so now i'm excited to to, to bring that energy to the albums you know so oh, yeah. stoked on that man i can and, attest yeah. to that man i can attest to that i, I saw you guys perform in boston a couple of years ago man it blew me away hey, you know it was incredible yeah and uh, thanks man <laughs> I love if the this, fucking East yeah. Coast, man. I love yeah, playing man. in Boston. <laughs> yeah, man. No, we, we we love you guys coming. I think I saw you with uh, Four Piece Band and um, and uh, the Reese Brothers, dude. It was yeah. it was an incredible oh, night, man. For for guitar players, it was it was uh, insane. <laughs> I was blown away. But yeah, um, man. yeah and it, I tell you, you what, man. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. And if this new album is anything like the vibes you guys just put out with ease and grace man i tell you what the people need an ayatera album man there's people out there that have been struggling man financially you know with with coronavirus with everything that just happened in texas man it's just like the, the world is in chaos man and we need yeah, positivity man. we need that that good energy man and and i'm just kind of curious i know you can't get into the specifics of the album features and stuff like that but it's yeah. the general vibe that kind of like uplifting classic ayatera sound with maybe some uh, some nuances or, or what can the people expect maybe from the energy from this album? It's um, yeah, man, you got, like I said, there's, there's kind of a flavor for everyone. You have your introspective tunes um, more like um, stars and outer space. You know what I mean? More kind of somber introspective tunes. And then you have, in my opinion, the most rootsy stuff we've put together as far as just arrangements and, we've been blessed you know we were blessed having ian young on this record he's a fucking great producer man and just a just a good musical mind to have be like do this here you know throw little ideas or whatever not only that but the features we're working with have also been like you said willing to collaborate and share ideas and so the songs the way they came out is just you're gonna have a lot of like it's the same message you have the conscious uplifting and consciousness and and overall just kind of a just introspective, just uh, um, self-growth, you know? And like you said, people just need, people People need to know that love is still the, the foundation in this time, you know what I mean? And and we need to go back to the basics and, and, and music is always a good way to remind people of what's important and you're going to get a lot of that same energy, you know? Oh yeah, right on, dude, definitely. Yeah. And um, 
Speaking of that, man, speaking of that positive energy, we are on the, I believe, the one-year anniversary um, of Foundation dropping your, your, your debut sure. album from, from last year. And I want to talk about that because I love that album. I thought there were so many interesting tracks on there. And I'm just curious from your perspective, if you could talk about what that project meant to you. I don't know if you had been working on it for a long time. And, it, you know, like, I'm just kind of curious maybe what, what led you to say, you know what, I want to put out a project and, and also kind of like what the reaction was, man, and what that, what that project meant uh, to you. But I think that people would be very interested to hear, um, you know, from your perspective. Yeah, man. Thank you. I, that album, like it's one, one year to the day it dropped, uh, two twenty one of 2020. And, uh, Timing was interesting, man. We were on tour when I dropped it. We were on tour with Iration, I remember. And it was it was fun. It was a fun feeling. It really was the culmination of a couple of years of work, you know. All the all the all the times we had at home, I would just put some effort into this album and and it just kind of came to fruition. I, I would have whenever my homies would come over, Ryan and David from Eureka Sound, like we would work on tunes. And at some point, you know, I had enough tunes where I was like, damn, these are these are pretty good. I need to maybe if I put some love into these, I can release them, you know. So then I, I made some goals for myself and was like, all right, I'm going to release an album. And uh, I just started setting goals, you know, work wise. I was like, how can I turn this hob like this music thing when I'm not on the road? into like a productive like a productive work you know what i mean i always feel like when i'm sit when i'm sitting around i always feel like i need to be doing something i need to be working to grow the brand or my music anything you know what i mean so i was i was like yeah i'm gonna put this album out and along the way it was a lot of learning and i learned a lot about production and just myself as a musician kind of finding a sound you know and it's it's just a journey, man. But then the day I just I just make music and I wanted people to hear it. <laughs> and I'm I'm really blessed and thankful at how it was received. Um, fucking it's fucking crazy, man. To see like it was doing way better than I expected. You know, I didn't really put a lot. I didn't really put any money into. I was a, as an independent artist. I didn't put a ton of money into sponsoring ads back then about it. Or I didn't really push that album very much other than just organically you know and i'm thankful for the IF fans that, that take the time to listen to it you know and uh, all the other people around the world i think it hit like fucking 84 countries or something like that in Damn. a year and i was okay. just like so watching the numbers it's just like holy shit it's cool to get like responses from people too and in my mind, it blows my mind. I get respond. I got a I got a CD order from this record store in Germany a few months ago. Like I'm bolt my first bulk CD order of the new EP with Elliot, and I was just so giddy, you know. I was like, damn, like I'm putting together a box to send to Germany right now. Like <laughs> this guy likes my music and this little record store, and it makes me it makes me feel good too that there's actually physical like music being traded nowadays too. Still, not it's it's not just all digital. So uh, that that was fucking dope, man. And of course, like we'll we'll get tagged in videos from Ayatara of like people doing covers and like little shacks up in the hills in like the Philippines or something like that. And it's just such a fucking blessing, you know. What I mean, that's that right there is like why we make this music. So that's why I released the album. That's why Ayatara makes music. 
Yeah, man. Just the love, really. Talking about like the the journey, like writing, you know, solo music and band music. It's two like totally different things, right? Because you got a full band, you're all working together, like you all got your own thing. But like, I always yeah. feel like solo music can be such a personal journey of like, I don't know, going through more emotional ups and downs. Did you ever have like doubts in your mind that like, hey, is this worth doing? Like, can I do this? Should I keep going forward? Or was it like you're positive oh, yeah. and motivated the whole way through? No, man, I'm, I'm, it's, it's a practice of moving through a lot of self doubt and stuff too. I was, you know, just, just when you, when you look at me, when I joined the band, like six years ago, I didn't move on stage. I didn't look at the crowd. I was so fucking nervous every show. And this was me putting the staple in what I feel I've grown into. You know what I mean? I was at this, this point, this, this point as an artist. And I was like, if I can, put this album out and put it together successfully and be proud of it. I can solidify how I look at myself as an artist. You know, it's like me talking to myself. A lot of these messages too, in my songs are literally just reminders to myself. Like I'm not a fucking perfect person by any means. I go through a lot of negative self-talk, especially when I'm, you know, when you're recording takes and shit, when you hear your same verse 50 times in a row, you're like, Oh damn. Like, and then you have to put that aside though and you have to move forward and like really be present and yeah man uh forgot where i was going with that but <laughs> so let me ask you a question uh when oh you said over the past six years like asking for a friend here because i'm just jumping into this whole trying to play music on stage thing uh yeah when did you find yourself comfortable or what was it that switched off that gave you you know, obviously, like you had the talent to bring to the table because that's why you were there. But like mm -hmm. when you got to the point where you got to enjoy it, embrace it to give you that confidence to take another lift up to do your solo project. Yeah. Like, what I don't know if you can like pinpoint one single thing, but what did you notice? At what point did you sit back and say, damn, I'm comfortable or I feel it or I feel that support, you know, like just tuned into that vibe of whatever it, the reassurance maybe that that allowed you to. To yeah, man. Get over the hump. Well, well I, I, I got a couple opportunities to do some, to sing on some Ayaterra tunes on stage, you know, like Humble Yourself. I got to, that was my first time actually singing on a record with the Aya Boys, um, was Humble Yourself. And I did Hold the Vibes. And One of my favorites right there. Love that trick. Thanks, man. And then, you know, there's some other ones. Um, but at the end of the day, that was a huge confidence booster. And just being around the band initially, I really didn't. When you say, like, obviously I was good enough to, like, be in the band, right? Like, it, I didn't have that outlook on myself. I had no, I didn't look at myself like that, you know? So, like, I was watching all these guys in my band, Porch, Lou, um, and Nate, and just seeing them, like... I learned a lot from their playing style, from having to learn all the songs. Um, very influenced by those boys, you know what I mean? And they, they definitely give me a lot of confidence. It, initially, man, just touring also. And like like I said, singing on Humble Yourself and, and shit. When I was on stage, you get those jitters out. And you see how the crowd reacts. And then on, on the socials, obviously, you got fans like, yo, we need more Focus vocals. And like... Like, uh, I'd love a fucking solo song or whatever. You know, I see that shit and I appreciate that. And it makes me stoked. And, and you know, I'm like, all right, well, let's do it then. Like, I want, I want everyone to be stoked and I want everyone 
all of our fans to to know there's so much music going on and it's like we all we all make so much unique music you know and of course and and it's great man it's great <laughs> we, we, we're ready for any anything you guys want and that just gave me a lot of that gave me a lot of fucking motivation just to, to kind of like face my fears and be like all right let's let's uh let's explore this you know and just uh also i also personally what differs is like i have a i get to share my like super like i'm a pretty spiritual dude and i like to share that through my music you know um it's not like i can put highly selassie on my album cover and i don't have to like i don't have to like run that by anybody you know because it's just it's different it's my it's my it's very personal to me whereas the ayatera stuff is a very collaborative effort which i'm which 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 is which can go so far when you have people so many people working on it but i feel like it's just something i wanted to do because it's a it's like a spiritual thing for me too you know it's a spiritual release and people whoever connects with that i would love to uplift them you know yeah awesome yeah well it, yeah. it's interesting too because you have so many different styles on that album and, and one of my favorite tracks on there is uh is truly and I mean, I played that song on repeat, man. It was just such a different vibe. It was, you know, it was a banger. It was like a hip hop track, man. And, and uh, you know, I'm just kind of curious because you experiment with a couple different sounds, but that must have been a fun track to do. And I don't know if maybe that's like we're going to get maybe some more, some more of that hip hop energy. But can you talk about yeah. that track, man? I, I love yeah, man. I, lo I love hip hop. That was my first love. Uh, before I was listening to reggae, it was hip hop. And, when I first got my first like garage band and a little MIDI keyboard when I was, I think, 15, I just started making hip hop beats, you know, because that's what I knew. And I was always on like Dat Piff and getting EPs yes. and shit, trying yes. to find like the underground stuff. And um, it was a huge influence, man. And my dad loved funk music growing up, like Earth, Wind and Fire and like just just a lot of that, um, a lot of black culture music, you know, with the soul. He would always tell me like, you'd always tell me you gotta have that soul, you know what I mean? You gotta feel it, like, you gotta have that groove, that energy. He was a funky dude, so I, I attribute a lot of that to him, man, but but truly, truly is just like, I'm a big Mac Miller fan and stuff, and I was yes. like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna sit down and just make like a, just make a hip-hop tune, because I was so focused on the Roots, the Roots tunes for this album, and that's kind of what I do, though, man, like, even for these, I have a few more hip-hop tunes I made, um, I've got a tune. Shit, I mean, I've got a. I made a tune with Dizzy Wright, this this artist, this rapper from Las Vegas. I I'm familiar. You guys listen to him. Yeah, yeah, I like Dizzy Wright. That's not that's that that information hasn't been released and probably probably just stay in this uh, podcast and, <laughs> until it's until it's out yes. at some point. But I want that okay. hype to be known, you know. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that was really fucking cool thing for me over quarantine and it's it's uh it's another vibe like that kind of like a you know in the truly realm i would say mm. i don't it's not i'm not ever you're not gonna find me doing like some crazy trap shit or something you know <laughs> but because like i don't think it flows with my albums but i feel mm. like something like truly can translate into and book of scripture and stuff you know what i mean yeah. that kind of I really like artists that blend hip hop and, and reggae too. Uh, Protege is really good at it. Chronic's really good at it. Damian Marley is one of the first people with Welcome to Jamrock to just kind of like, 
fuse those two together, I was like, Jesus, like this is this is hard, you know, <laughs> this is heavy, but it's also like very uplifting. Because that's one thing I didn't like about rap when I was when I found reggae, man. I was like, the the message just stuck, and the bass lines were there, and everything. But then I would I would keep listening to some rap I was listening to, and I was just like, this shit is the message is whack, you know. And so mm. you you really have to I, I have to dig in rap, but I feel like in the rap culture nowadays it's coming back to like conscious rap, which is cool, which I fuck with that. So yeah, man, truly is just a, just another extension <laughs> of who I am, you know. I just just I'm like, let's put it on here, make it ten songs, see how people like it. I like it, man. No, you, that's I'm very similar in, in my views of music. I'm a big Mac Miller fan. I I definitely like started listening to hip hop and then gravitated towards reggae because of the sound, because of the positivity, because of the energy. I think that there's some hip hop that's just corny, man. Like some of the things that they're talking about, and you hear it in the mainstream. And the message is kind of like you, you don't really think about it until you sit down and you listen to what they're actually saying. It's like I can't get down with that, man. That's not me. That's not who I am. So it's yeah. great to see somebody that's able to blend those sounds and styles and definitely looking forward uh, to seeing what you and Dizzy Wright uh, cooked up. That's going to be incredible, but we'll keep that on the DL for now. Um, <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. But yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, l- let me ask you this, dude, kind of like taking a, uh, a different turn, but I know fans of this podcast know, we mentioned it earlier, you you won Breakout Artist of the Year for 2020. And there were some amazing musicians in that group, man. Joey Caldereo, Lico Jordy, who I love, Cat Hall. Gary Dreadlers are all incredible musicians. And yeah. um, I think just like what you put out in 2020 really ultimately uh, is, is you know, what what turned out to kind of get you that that recognition. So right now, dude, there's a lot of hungry musicians out there. There's a lot of bands that are looking to take the next step that look up to you, that look up to Ayaterra. And I'm just kind of curious, man, like what advice, and you touched on, you gave us some gems already, but what advice would you have for for bands or musicians that are really you know, trying to trying to get to that next level, maybe when you uh, take a step back and reflect upon your own success. Yeah, man. First of all, big up those artists, you know. Uh, all those artists are my friends. Yeah. I've worked with, I've worked with and toured with a lot of those artists. Um, just more love, you know. And uh, my advice is that just keep your head down. Um, keep yourself centered. And um, learn how to express yourself as best you can through music. Don't make, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to sound funny. Um, it's a process, you know. Um, keep your head down. And YouTube University is so good when it comes to <laughs> artists that are there at that stage. Really, that are fucking that know how to write music and, and feel good about themselves. Like, do the research on. My advice to you is like, do research on um, how to there's so much passive income to be made from music just how to get how to get your money you know from the music that's out like even if you got like five ten thousand streams like there's money there waiting for you to be claimed and no one knows how to do that and it's it's you shouldn't have to have a label to to do that for you because nowadays it's all it's all in your computer you can do it yourself you know what i mean so that's my advice on a business level is just uh, learn how to do that shit yourself. Learn what the labels do. And and I, I, that was my big thing at 2020. And I've been blessed to be able to watch Ineffable and how they work with Ayaterra. And I get to see 
how we get this, how I get, you know, how, where's this income coming from? Where's this income coming from? And then I get to go and I get to apply that to my, to my rec, to my stuff and, and make sure I'm getting the proper stuff for that, you know, and make sure everything's set up. Once you set it up the first time, man, it's set up for life and it's set up for your kids. It's set up for their kids. It's, it's, it's easy. It's fairly easy. And it's, it's big shit as an artist, man. And it'll take you to that next level, you know, like just start viewing yourself as, just work on work on it every day you know <laughs> you got to balance the business with the with that being said though you got to know when to put the business hat on and know when to put the self the centered like the the artist the artist hat on you know what i mean and i feel like it's that balance that makes these really big artists rise to the top like you can't have all you can't have just all art all the time and not know shit about business and expect to get somewhere you know what i mean you can't just be a business person all the time and be a sh and not put any effort into your art because it stresses you out and then you don't get anywhere with that. There has to be a balance that, and then you'll go, you know, you'll soar. There's, I don't really know the key. I'm still trying to work on it myself. You know, I'm trying to pay rent and shit still. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just, uh, from where, like you said, where I was at five years ago, if I would look at myself now, I was like, damn, that guy made it. So I always try and, and remind myself of that, you know, of like, you always got to just be grateful for the journey and, and look at where you're at now compared to where you're at five years ago. Look at yourself as an artist and say, is that someone I would have looked up to and wanted to be like, you know what I mean? And you mm -hmm. can, it's a good way to be thankful, man. Yeah. yeah man. Power, powerful words right there. I tell you what, um, Thanks, I'd like bro. to see, I'd like to see, where you know five weeks from now it might be or five months but mm -hmm. you know down the road as as like we were talking about when all this energy gets to be released and shared to see how everything's growing to see what's been cooking up is uh it's just uh i can't wait i cannot wait i appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about what's coming up and what you've been doing because uh like you know the vibe is growing and it's just going to keep on going and everything is just coming together you know, through through what was a a muted type of year, I think so many wonderful things were actually happening. And um, way to kick off this season, man! A way to just damn, I'm excited. Yeah, congrats yeah. on the new season. Yeah, me too, man. I I think it's gonna be. I see it as like uh, hopefully there's a big boom in everything. You know, when the music's back, uh, we've seen it in times past in history where there's just. You know, once there's a huge dip in everything, the stock market, the, the economy, like people's morales, usually after that, at some point, there's a giant boom. And, and I see that happening, you know, it's uh, it's on its way back. So we're just going to hold the hold the vibes, stay positive and and just can't wait for that day to be back on stage and feel those that people's energy is going to be unmatched, you know, like. And you feel it too in these releases. People are like, music, yes. Like they feel it on a deeper level right now. Everything is just more meaningful. And that's the, that is the crazy, that's the crazy thing about life, you know? Like the, the deeper the wound, the more you feel the good and the bad. So the, I feel like our music right now is like being felt very, um, it's really being felt. And that's a blessing too, you know? And, and so when it's when we're back and we're all raging together, man, and we're on stage and that energy is being transferred back and forth, it's gonna be unmatched, bro. So that's what I'm keeping. That's what I'm keeping in my sights. That's what's up, man. Well, I tell you what, dude. 
you will see the three of us at a at an Ayatara concert, or even maybe do a solo tour. Maybe you might see us at one of those shows. But we'll yeah, be man, out whenever, there, man. We'll, we'll, whenever you guys come to an Aya show, man, hit me up, and I'll throw you guys on a list. I love. I can't. I can't wait to meet y'all in person. Chat. Yeah, Absolutely, man. man. Absolutely. Well. Nick, I got to be honest, man. This was an incredible conversation. Like, so stoked. You raised all of our vibes. Anyone that's listening, you raised their vibes, too. And you dropped oh, some gems, you. some knowledge on the people. So, um, Thanks, man. We won't take like any ra- more. I feel like I ramble sometimes, but I really appreciate that, man. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> you're, a man with, you're a man with a lot to say. I respect that, definitely. But uh, before we wrap up, man, you want to just r- remind the people, just let them know, give them something to be excited about for for what's next for uh for Ayatara and for yourself. I know the album's coming. I don't know if there's anything you can tease in terms of timing or just maybe uh you know what what fans might have to look forward to here as we uh, progress through 2021. Yeah man so our new record is done. We're shooting a bunch of visuals for it. Everything's coming together. The new singles have the new single came out so that ball started rolling. The the album will drop in uh sometime in the summer. Um but yeah expect new music until then and uh, leading up to that and you know we're we're working on a live set too for when that day comes we're, we're putting the new songs in the new set and kind of just throwing together a new vibe for you whether that be for live streams or drive-ins or whatever it can be right now you know so we're we're ready to go and uh yeah man it's the one year like i said earlier it's the official one-year birthday at foundation so i appreciate you guys having me man appreciate you celebrating it with me uh yeah more love more love i like it makes the packets everybody peace <laughs> peace guys <laughs>